3: Well, hey, hi. Happy Friday. Welcome back. Uh, Good game, nice try. I don't know why I said that so questionable. Happy Friday? Is it a happy Friday?
4: This is a good Friday. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm happy with the way things are going. I think um, one thing I was really excited to see... Right before New Year's, there were a bunch of ga- uh, Game of the Year lists, Best Game, and my game, Retired Men's Nude Beach Volleyball League, made Electronic Gaming Monthly's uh, Best of the Year nice. list, which That's was huge. really cool. Yeah, it was That's awesome. That's so awesome. Congrats. Thanks. Now, the guy didn't play it. Oh. He just won for Best Title. A win is a win. A win is a win, and I'll take it. But the other and thing, it is
3: a
0: great title. It is so. a great
4: title, uh, but it did get a, a a bunch of great reviews because again, it's about um, a guy who regrets uh, living his life the way he did, and all, and he feels like he should have, you know, uh, relived a lot of these relationships he had in the guise of playing naked men volleyball. Uh, but that was really great. Uh, so I decided to work on another game. So I'm working on uh, on another game, and uh, that's going to kind of be my focus. For 2022, uh, my my gaming focus. My other gaming focus is to go back and play more old games. So I Mm. dug out my DS, my Nintendo 3DS. I'm going to play some more old games. What are you, Sonia? For you, what your 2022 gaming calendar or gaming? uh, What what are you? What are you thinking of?
3: Oh my gosh! Well, there's so many good games that are coming out, and I think my two big focuses right now is I would love to do more driving games. Um, I have like the whole wheel setup. Yeah, you and got I've, the pedals. I've, right. And the only thing I've actually played with this whole wheel setup is fucking is bus simulator.
4: Now wait a second. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for you saying that like that. Bus I'm simulator sorry, okay, well, is great. I,
3: I'll say it again. The only game that I've had the pleasure of playing with That's this wheel. Better is bus simulator um no i feel (laughs) it was fun it was a lot of fun but i feel like i really need to expand my horizons and there's a whole like f1 simulator i would love to play that um so more driving games is a really big focus of mine but i would say number one by far jen i need to make it topside in hades you still haven't the way you said that, <laughs> I
4: just, that was so much is, judgment. Okay, packed no, into one listen,
0: oh, not yet. You are just like, in my eyes, you are like capital G gamer. So good. And I'm not. So if I can beat you at this, it will be very exciting for me. So yeah. So so how, Sounds like you already have. Sounds like you already have beat So
3: far so you I? have. How many, okay. So let's, let's break it down. How many attempts did it take you to actually make it topside? Forty-one. Okay, I I need to check what I'm at right now, but I am definitely nearing forty-one, uh-huh. and I know you've made a little bet with me.
0: Yeah, you texted me that or so, that you were trying to beat it, and I said if you beat it before me in less than forty-one attempts, In-N-Out Burger on me, which is huge. That's like a big. That's like all we talk about is our love of In-N-Out. <laughs> so we've got the socks. Yeah, we have, like, the clothing line. The stickers. So we have stickers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've got it all. So I feel like if you beat it in under 41 attempts, we feast.
3: So I, oh, we feast.
0: <laughs> we feast.
3: My, the stakes were already pretty high, but now they are, like, fully elevated. There's This is some very high stakes. And if you don't beat it in. Then
0: what? Well, then she I just buys have. Me,
4: she buys me in and out.
0: Yeah, if I play, in... <laughs> wait a minute.
2: Oh, uh, okay. hold on.
0: <laughs> this is back Wait. Me. No, but I just have the pride of beating <laughs> you at a yeah. game. I mean, to be fair, I'm I'm kind of
3: far off. Like I just made it to. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it's the the world before mm-hmm. the world the like, the world before you get to topside.
0: Interesting.
3: And I'm I feel like I'm pretty far, so.
4: What, what are you, bow and arrow? What are we doing? What weapon?
3: Oh, absolutely. Bow and arrow. Absolutely. I don't even, I mean. For sure. I, I feel like I should expand my horizons, but mm-hmm. I have not even tried a different weapon. No, it's the
0: most effective one. And that's what mm-hmm.
4: you used, right, Jen, The bow and arrow?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. With the Athena boon, that is like prime. Ooh, what yep. does the
4: Athena boon do?
0: It's like the deflection ones. Dude, oh, deflection is so where it's at. It bounces key. all
4: around. Is that what you mean? That yep. your arrows do? It
0: like, will deflect certain things or your dash will deflect. Yeah, yeah, there's no the possibilities are endless. Blade,
3: did you did you beat Hades? Because I know you were pretty hardcore in it for a minute.
4: I never made it topside. Um how many attempts? That's a great question. I would say not that many. I, okay. I I did pretty well at Hades, I have to say. I think um
0: Well dive back in and get in on this bet.
4: I did well, I just don't want to embarrass you two ladies. Uh, um, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I, I would
4: say probably honestly, man, like a dozen. Like I got oh. there pretty quick. I just kind of stopped playing. It. I don't. I don't remember why. Okay. I think something else took over. But well,
3: you you didn't you didn't get there.
4: Touche, touche. You're so. right. You know, maybe I'll get back into it. You know, if we could say if we could arrive if we could agree on a number, you guys think I probably played. I reached. Now wait, have you gotten How far have you gotten, Sonia?
3: Oh my gosh, how do I explain? Up uh, past the Hydra. Okay. Past uh, the bull. And I think I'm, I'm on like You're the close. world after. I know. I am so yeah. close. Watching Jen's face yeah. as I explained where I'm at.
4: <laughs> I got to, so twice I reached basically right before your top side.
0: Well, you should get in on our bet. Mm-hmm. Try to get top side.
4: I will. You know what? I'll do, I'll do it tonight. Um, not get top oh, side. Oh, you'll but just I'll,
0: casually go topside. side to no, oh, no. okay. Well, well, maybe, guys. I'm <laughs> all pretty right, good.
4: Bet. But, you know, but we need to, okay, but if I'm going to be on the bet, we all, I don't know how what, how many times I went through it. Or are we at zero? Just go I've look. Kind of,
0: you can, you can you go can check. check.
4: Oh, really? Oh, there we go. I'll check. Yeah. Watch, it's going to be like 500 times.
3: <laughs> Either way, someone's getting in and out.
4: It could just be Jen by herself while we watch her.
3: That's it. Just another Tuesday night for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean Tuesdays. (laughs)
4: Yeah. I love it. I love it. My God.
3: Well, I don't want to waste any more time. Our guest today is incredible. He is a gamer, streamer, and esports commentator, and he has been in it for a minute. He has been in the esports world for a long time, uh, and currently he's a commentator for the Call of Duty League. So he is streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash maven. Make sure to check him out. Uh, But first, here's our interview with Maven.
1: Hello! What's going uh, on? What is it, What is going on? Uh, I'm currently out of season for my regular job on the Call of Duty League, so I play a lot of video games. Ooh.
3: <laughs> so when you're when you're off season, when you're not broadcast or when you're not commentating and doing everything, do you actually have time to play games outside of You know, Call of Duty and everything, or are you still like really wrapped up?
1: Well, I find time to play games even during the league because I'm I'm a massive nerd. I mean, I I love Call of Duty, I commentate Call of Duty, but in my heart, I would love to be like a co-carnage because I prefer Mm -hmm. RPGs. Um, I love RPGs. I tried to play them during the season. But yes, when the season is out, that is usually when I'm on like my Path of Exile or an MMO or some grind. Yes. That I'm playing 12 hours a day and not doing much else. Um (laughs) and I love it, yeah. It is this thing where
4: I, I think, you know, growing up as a nerd, you know, I, I felt very isolated and always like weird. I always felt like the weird kid. And so that made me really concentrate. It's like, have you ever heard of the phrase shedding? I don't think I have, actually. Okay, so the phrase is kind of like, so, it's like this thing where, like, Eddie Van Halen, right? All of a sudden, he just comes out of nowhere with crazy guitar skills. And it's because he was, like, a nerd as a kid. And so we would just go back in the woodshed. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Practice, yeah, practice. It. And then all of a sudden, it explodes onto the scene. And so I think that happened with a lot of us nerd kids. Uh, we just love doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, we have all these great, amazing skills and have these fantastic, get to live these very lucky lives. But it also, there's a lot of work there, too, that, you know, you put in a lot of work to get here. Well, it's,
1: it's, it, <laughs> You're, you're spot on. I mean, I remember, I, I mean, I'm not getting the whole story of how I got to where I am, but, you know, I yeah, was a big gamer and, uh, you know, my parents always gave me shit and just, you know, I was never going to turn into anything, blah, 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 blah. And then it exploded and yeah. showed, showed them my paychecks. And they were like, OK, yeah, we were wrong. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, it, but, yeah, there was definitely an evolution because in high school, I remember it definitely was, you know, there's a group of us that love the game. And it was sort of not something we talked about a lot because. It just wasn't cool, right? And right. now, I mean, I hear about someone like Attach or like a COD Pro that like wins champs, and he's got people, you know, coming in cheering for him in high school. There's a, par- like a- there's like a parade for him. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, if I won like a Halo tournament back in the day or something, I, no one would give a shit. It just was not the same thing. Um, so yes, yes, 100. It's it's amazing to I guess something you love that at one time you thought might only be a passion turn into a career. It's kind of it's kind of nuts.
3: Yeah. No, it's it's unbelievable. And especially, you know, for someone like you who's been around since, like, early MLG days. You've been around...
1: My first was 2004. Oh, my god. I think, I think my, that's how that's how I got into all this. My first MLG event was Seattle 2004. Wow. Um, and I met, like, Pocket and Sundance and Sepso and all those guys. Um, was big into Halo. And then I, you know, I went to college. I was kind of out of it. You know, I had a regular job at a school. And then this thing started to kind of pop off. And... Those relationships led to this, um, which is nuts, because I was just an 18-year-old kid going to these tournaments, hoping to meet my heroes and these other gaming nerds and have some fun, and yeah, so I've been around a while, though. I'm old, I'm old as dirt, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but that you know that's the cool thing though is that you know like you're saying it's the, the legitimacy of it and the recognition of it just in the last like handful of years has just blown up like the whole esports scene is just I mean I don't need to tell you but it's well, it, it's, it's just gaming in
1: general like mm-hmm. I think there's a great future in in esports 100% like more so in just the personal content creators and streaming and everything like that, that has gone nuts. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think when I first started, you know, there were subs and stuff. There were probably, well, you, you were streaming early. There, there were probably what, maybe 50 people that can make a living off of it. Yeah. It was somewhere in that small. ballpark uh, now due to what gifted subs and how much stuff has exploded. It's in a thousand and more it's so many people that they just dream that that is their income um it's pretty cool though like you feel a good sense of I guess just safety long term because I, I don't know do any of you see gaming getting smaller I sure as hell don't my dad's not playing games I definitely will be when I'm 60 my kids will be playing games like it's only gonna get bigger so it's a good place to be
4: yeah I, I think one one wild thing I think that you know obviously during the pandemic gaming has exploded. But it's also this thing where what, what I'm really liking is when I look at kind of gaming as a whole, like the fracturing of games, like it was kind of like, do you play games or do you not play games? And now it feels like everyone plays games, but what kind of game do you play? And that's really cool. And, and, and I, I think it's like people's love is going really deep um instead of just like oh yeah i'm a, am a video game player it's like no okay i love call of duty i love fps i love you know or yeah. i love indies i love rpg you know all this other stuff and that's that's i think the true that's what really excites me is and and now and one thing again cyanide so I, mean, I talk about a lot on here is how um games are kind of being they're above games it's like an art form now and same thing with esports it's a sport it is a, those are sports and and
1: competitions and it's not just
4: video games. It's different well, it, different aspects. It's,
1: it's crazy. Well, a couple of things. Like one, I think like everyone games in some way. Like even if yes. Candy Crush or something on your phone. Like my mom yes. plays that, so I yeah. guess technically she's she's a gamer. Even she wouldn't say that. But like mobile has elevated that whole thing tremendously. But to the whole sport thing, I was thinking about it the other day. And I know it's not one to one, but yeah, you, know, you think about the percentage of players in sports that go from like how it chops down when it, from being a high school athlete. To a college athlete to an NFL athlete, right? Like it's just the numbers diminish and diminish and diminish. And it's very small. But when you think about the number of Call of Duty professionals to how many people play Call of Duty, it is elite. Like it, yeah. it, it is, it is crazy, like how how good you have to be. And I'm not just talking cod, but like games in general. And, and you don't have the barrier of I can't be in the NBA, I'm not right? Right. seven <laughs> I, 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 five. There, there are barriers there. There aren't really, right? With this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm sure there are God-given talents and that, everything, but Considering there's no real barrier, it's a sport. It's it's, it's, wild. it's yeah. insane how good these people are. It's like on the level of soccer or football to the rest of
4: the world. But that you know how many people play that game and then how few people get to be at the top. It literally is. It might even be might even be bigger. I mean,
1: no, no, I, I think it might be bigger. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's not it's not one to one because it's, it's not kind of a different one-to-one. combo. But yeah. like if you're just purely talking on the number of people playing it, the number of people that are a pro, it yeah, it's probably crazy. bigger. Which is which is. Yeah, it's, it's nuts when you think about it like that.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely wild. I think it, w- it really drove it home for me. I can't remember what year it was or what event, but when I first saw some kind of eSports coverage on ESPN, that like really elevated it for me. I was like, holy shit, this is like, this is mainstream now. Like this is some big, big stuff. What What for you was like kind of the turning point? You're like, oh my God, this is a career. I can talk about video games.
1: I know what it was for me, and it's very, it's weird and different. It's not even anything that's happened here yet, because I think we're still quite a ways behind the East. But when I saw StarCraft tournaments in South Korea, Ooh. and I saw I saw a professional coming in on an airplane into a <laughs> hangar, and, like, the size of the crowd, I was just like, holy shit. Like, what, what is this? And we, we haven't even gotten there yet, because, like, some eSports, like you're talking South Korea, it's like, it's like our NFL. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's so big. Um, I think we have a ways to go to get to that, but... We're getting there and it's growing. But I think that's what it was for me, honestly. Even though it's not here, like when I saw it, it was like just their, how ingrained in their culture it was and how big it was. I was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Oh my God. And what and about like you professionally, too? Like even just growing up being in the esports scene, being in like old MLG days, um, you know, casting tournaments that were you know from 2004 and just kind of seeing that evolution at you for you at what point were you like oh my god this is my job
1: (laughs) um probably when i switched over to call of duty so i started with halo and you know my first mlg event i went to in 2004 had like 30 40 teams there there weren't like fans and a crowd there wasn't a big stage with displaying the matches it was just like setups and people walking around kind of like an
4: open mic night Yeah. yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah more more like that um and i did i did some i did some halo stuff and it was still pretty pretty small and amateur and then once i got involved in the mlg scene and you know i think i think like a mlg anaheim is probably where it clicked for me is that was one of their bigger events back in the day just the energy there and the number of people i'm trying to remember it, it was actually a, it was starcraft that did it for me back when mlg had the pro circuit and they had like halo call of duty i think it was like league of legends and starcraft back when it was like this big circus um Thinking back, I don't know how the hell they pulled that off uh, in one, <laughs> one insane. like, one hole. It, it's crazy to think about. Like, that's not even remotely a thing anymore. But it was some StarCraft thing. It was about like, you know, Idra and Huck and North America's chances against, you know, the Emperor and all these big players coming from South Korea. It was this big thing. And I was just like, whew. I was like, this feels like the Olympics. Like, I am in. It was just, I, I, that's probably what it was for me. I can't remember exactly what year, but it was, it was awesome. It was so awesome. That's that's wild. I you know and 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 what is
4: because for me so I am not I'm separated from the esports kind of community. I'm not really I'm bad at Call of Duty. I mean I'll play it. but I bet, at, I bet you're, great. I bet you're great. I'm bad at everything. But um, <laughs> what are some recent trends you've seen in uh, in esports that kind of surprised you? And where do you think esports is headed? Or where would you like to see it going in the next five ten years? Um,
1: some trends I didn't expect. Uh, I, I guess the thing I didn't see coming as much—trying trying to think how to word this—it it was it was a lot of maybe not grassroots, but was a lot of third-party companies running a lot of you know MLG Pro Circuit and stuff. It was it was very third-party, yeah. and I guess I expected developers to get more involved and there would be mm-hmm. more support. Ah. I didn't really expect the franchise leagues with as much publisher support as there is. And there are some goods and some bads to it. It's worked someplace it has not others, but like, you know, like, right. They, they literally run leagues and stuff. They're entirely, they do everything, right. the whole ecosystem. And it's a pain in the ass and it costs a lot of money. And there isn't, there's no way if you looked at what they're putting into it, just on the esports side, like you're probably making money, but like what it does for the overall health of the game is good. But I guess I just didn't expect that. Like just yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars being dumped into it, uh, which, which kind of surprised me, but it, it, could lead to some very incredible things down the road, I probably would say. When what was the other question? Like what what do I hope happens? Yeah, like what what like where would you like to see esports go five to ten years? I think I think the biggest problem with esports for me right now is it's kind of that funnel we were talking about for sports, right? You you have high school sports, you have college sports, you have whatever the the pro. Every funnel for every game is different. And some funnels are horrible and, and some are okay. I guess I just hope that it, I don't I'm not saying I want like NCAA involvement this has to go through colleges necessarily but I don't know what the best way to do it is I just hope there's a better path to pro that is more similar across esports so if you are a young kid and you want to be a pro it's not as convoluted as it currently is
4: right more codified like yeah. should be
1: more codified in terms of
4: less game by game
1: yeah but I don't know how you do that without like someone like the NCAA or it's some oversparking comp. I don't, I don't know it how feels you like, it. Well, I have it feels no like clue.
4: If, but it does feel like it needs an organization like the NCAA or something. And by the way, something. maybe that maybe that will happen. I mean, that's the thing is like I think it just – it feels like year by year, it, it grows and grows and grows, at least in America, it grows and grows and grows. And you just feel like at some point, yeah, you want it to all be in the same kind of circle, you know? Yeah, like- I guess I just
1: wish it all was more every esports is its own beast, and I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you look at all the major sports – Yes, they're all completely different entities, but there are the funnels are the same for the most yes. part. Yes. It is just I I the Wild Wild West when yeah. it comes to esports. Well, um, and maybe that's not even a problem. I guess I just wish yeah. there was more structure.
4: But part of that too is like nobody owns basketball. I mean, that's the other whole thing, is like those Yeah, well that's
1: yeah, maybe that's why I was surprised by the involvement with publishers too, yeah. right? Like it is the it's a it's a tricky thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird.
3: Yeah. Well, touching on that path to pro, I mean, that's something that I a question that I get fielded all the time is, you know, people see uh, success on Twitch. People see people live streaming and doing stuff like that, and you know the amount of people I have come up to me at conventions, or uh, you know it's a kid with their parent, and they're like, all they want to do is is uh, live stream and they want to make videos. Like, how do you get into it? And uh, you know from from when you know we started doing content creation and game casting and everything way back, uh, the path is a hell of a lot different than it is now. So, what do you say to people who are asking like, how do I break into the esports scene? How do I go pro?
1: That's kind of why that popped in my head, because I usually say, I, I've, got, I've got no idea. Other than, yeah. like, if you if you have what it takes and you were very good, I usually, you know, tell them whether it's just been different over Call of Duty, for instance. You know, when MLG had it, you had, like, those 2K and 5K tournaments you'd play in, or lands that you could show up and play through an open tournament. But it's, like, different for every game. It's, it's like, an impossible thing to answer is what is frustrating, I think, for me.
3: Especially because the game has just changed so much, too.
1: It has, but I guess I don't know. Like, does it need to come through? It, I think it all needs to probably eventually be within the game itself. Like, there are there are mm. ladders, there is a funnel through the game. Yeah, that's what I think it probably needs to become. Um, and there are there's probably a million problems with that. I'm not thinking about right now, but yeah, you hit it on the head. I get asked all the time. I'm just like, <sighs> it's the same thing. Even for being a commentator, be like, how do I become a commentator? <sighs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if i tell you how i became a commentator i still don't know i i stumbled <laughs> forward and here i am um but I, I think a lot of the it's just a very new industry right um mm-hmm. even though it feels like it's been around a decade it, in the scheme of things it's a very short time and i think that's why uh they've tried to adopt a lot of things for some regular sports even though i think many have been dumb as hell to try and do <laughs> is because they have that a proven structure that has worked uh but whether it's path to pro or path to being a commentator, path to doing anything, it seems so, how do I do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the answer for a lot of it is just like, get your foot in the door and rely on yeah. skill and luck like the rest of life.
3: <laughs> no, it's
1: very and people, true.
4: And people. Yeah. I think it really, it, I think well, it doesn't matter. Networking I mean, that's- and people, yeah, yeah. The answer is networking, but really, what that means is just make friends with people. <laughs> just like I love when people say networking. It's like just be friendly. Like say hi to everybody. Go up to people. You just never know.
1: That's about all I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just I'm not I'm not the worst person to be around. I had a lot of fun with people, and turns out I don't suck at talking. And here I am. I, I, <laughs> I am the worst, and I still do I And he's still <laughs>
3: somehow here.
4: Do you know someone struggling to figure out their mental health benefits? The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office is here to help. Find us at insurance.ohio.gov slash G-E-T-M-H-I-A or call us at 855-438-6442. Don't wait. The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office can help you figure out what mental health insurance benefits may be in their plan. Call us today at 855-438-6442. One thing that's so weird to me is when people I don't know I, I just feel like it attitude matters and, and that's one weird thing I think like live streaming you know is is has become so prevalent and you can immediately tell there's like some spark or something when somebody has something you're watching them versus somebody who doesn't and I think part of that well, is like ugh. a love of
1: it you know like I don't know do you know what I'm trying to say though yeah I knew uh, you no know, courage like jack them up mm-hmm. when I first met the guy, he was like an intern at MLG. I was like, he's got it. He wasn't doing anything on camera. Nothing. Uh, You know, I ended up living with him. My best friend. I love the guy. But like, I just just knew. I just knew. And him and I were casting together. And I'm like, I love this. And we are incredible together. I just knew it wasn't going to last long. I just knew it wasn't. And like, he wanted to take a shot at the streaming thing. He like felt bad. He's like, how do you feel about it? I was like, dude, take your shot. And now he is. He's killing it. He owns a Lamborghini. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's doing uh, he's doing very well. But yes, I think. Without question, you can. There's some, some special people, and yeah, that's a good example of. I just, yeah, I knew that guy was going places. He just, you Not have the drive, sure. you have the motivation, you have the charisma. You just need that perfect. There's some <laughs> magical mix that happens.
3: Yeah, no, there there is something like you're saying. You can you can tell when people just have it. Um, was that something that you felt? like you you always had because that's something I always wondered too this isn't something that people well maybe now but back then people definitely didn't just go to school for this they didn't really go to school to be a like an eSports commentator um how did you kind of gain those skills like on camera skills and you I know
1: just did it um I, I I've always been I've always been a good speaker and charismatic guy uh on camera was always very easy for me don't get nervous I love it I live for it and then the rest just sort of... Learning the little things just kind of kind of came with time, and I, I lucked out that you know had I been as raw as I was right now and in coming into it, maybe it wouldn't have worked out. But I lucked out that it was much smaller back then. I got away with some mistakes and dumb stuff that I did, and you know kind of molded into being better at it. But I think I think I lucked out too that like I, it, there's like different sizes. I I, I am not good. I don't think I can do what Jack does. Like I like to stream, but I don't think I could be that big because I like to stream, but I like, like the game more. So like, mm-hmm. I'll just what I I'll right. want to play what I want to play. And you know, maybe not necessarily what I should be playing. And the commentary thing though, I just, I don't know. I think I just love it so much and enjoy it that it's just easy. And I think that applies to anything with like work. If find something you have a passion for and like it. It's amazing what you can get by on. Even if you're maybe lacking a certain skill. If I think, I think people can tell I enjoy myself and I'm having fun. And I think that is very important. Um, for people watching, because if I'm having fun, you know, they're probably going to have a little more fun. Thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, that goes for commentating. That goes for streaming. That goes yep. for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I hate saying this, but I always have to say it. Um, just talking about like on camera skills. One thing I'll, I'll tell people is like, go to my YouTube channel and sort my videos from oldest to newest. And it is so embarrassing.
0: Like oh, my, I'm doing the, that
3: right now. Please Hold don't. On. But my first, oh. <laughs> like the first videos I ever did and the first time I ever like put myself on camera, not even posting or presenting, but just putting myself on camera. It was awful.
1: <laughs> I, I, I deleted all my stuff because I, I I don't drink anymore, <laughs> but I used to love to drink and hang out with people. And like I, w- I would drink and stream and i mm-hmm. go back and watch stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. God, like, how do I have a yeah. job? Like, why? Why, <laughs> why did I think it was a good idea to go out till two a.m. Do what I did, be in the shape I was, and stream? Uh, why? Well,
3: that—that um, that was the—that was the environment. That was it. The vibe.
1: Was, it, it was fine that back was it? then, but like looking back at it, it's like, oh, I, I feel ill thinking about a lot of things I have decisions I made. I don't think I'm like a horrible person or, by any means, but like <laughs> things I I said, I did, how I acted, like. Back then, I'm like, "What was I doing?" <laughs> and I think most people probably feel that way about life in general. But like, yes. especially when it's recorded, yes, and you it's can out there. All of it. Oh, yeah. I to <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm say I am so happy. I think I, I whoever got whoever up above every day that they didn't have like camera phones when I was in college. Oh that, that was <laughs> like that. That was like a thing that sort of came around after, because I'd probably just be in prison somewhere forever. It's <laughs> it, it just. Thank God. I don't know how kids do it nowadays with all the stuff that went on when I was in college. If everyone was walking around the like, goddamn camera filming everything. Oh, a permanent God.
4: permanent record of like yeah, I know.
1: No! I think we, we all have, I think,
4: there's always that one person who had like a disposable camera, and there's always like a couple physical photos of like someone throwing a burrito at a car or something, but like that. And that's it. That's all the record. I don't need, yeah, a play-by-play live no. stream thing of my entire life. It's awful. I mean, you need time. Again, you need time to get that stuff out of your system and then evolve into whatever you're going to be. But again, happy I did those things Yeah. Uh, for the most part. I wasn't super happy when my roommate and I dragged a disgusting rotted mattress up four flights of stairs and then put it in our other roommate's bed. That was gross <laughs> in New York. Yeah, that was yeah. gross. I'm not proud of that. But also, and I don't know why I'm saying it on a podcast. I was that's being say, recorded. now it's audibly out there forever. Yeah. Right, And and we made it into <laughs> a game, Rot, Rotting Mattress Bed
1: Simulator. You know, so
4: whatever, you know, pay it forward.
1: I love uh, it, love it. Love it, Wait, love it. This this made me think of something. This is totally 100% off topic. But okay. like how, you're just talking about stuff life being on camera and like how, it made me think of like, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but how how big people have gotten how like celebrity this has become. Like, you know, when I when I first you know started of grow on Twitter and be on camera a lot, uh, I, I think I rarely go out in public now because I just play video games. So when I would go out a lot, like every now and then someone would recognize me, say like, hey maybe, what's we'll up? I like, hang out with courage now. Cannot go anywhere without someone walking up for a photo. I, I'm oh, not like- I'm not even trying to like gas it. Anywhere, uh, a gas station, a restaurant, a store, anywhere, people are just running up. And like it's awesome, but it's also I don't think I would like that personally. It's just, it's just, it's just too much. But it's crazy how big it is now. It's not, it, Yeah. Oh,
3: it's absolutely wild. The amount of, even just going to the mall, like the amount of, seeing seen like 100 Thieves merch. I've seen like Jacksepticeye's yeah. merch. I see like all these huge YouTubers and huge personality. I just, I see their merch everywhere. I literally cannot imagine.
1: If I wore a 100 Thieves shirt, I almost, in am like out in a very public area, at least one person will be like, nice shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they know what it is and like, it's like you know, cool with a little wink, like cool <laughs> shit. I like esports too, type thing. I'm like, like it's yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Uh, it's like,
4: you know, what's it? What, here's the thing: is like I'm a very passionate person playing games, uh, and I'm a big rage quitter dude are do you are you are you throwing controllers i know you have 14 keyboards are you smashing your keyboards uh, are you very, very chill how do you handle disappointment in
1: games uh, oh no i have rage inside of me um, <laughs> rage in my yeah, heart yeah
3: i don't mean to stoke the the fire here but i heard you're a big uh, gas canister fan
1: yeah no they've been they've been there are some things on Warzone right now that i've almost i, I <laughs> The fourteen keyboards moved,
3: are coming I, I, in handy. I, 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 I,
1: I've, been, I, I've been losing my mind, but I haven't. Destro- I don't destroy devices. I just okay. yell a lot, and that's sort of become like while well, I'm streaming, kind of I'm just the one that rages, and people just know it's coming. <laughs> but I, I don't get that way playing anything like single player anything, but like multiplayer stuff, like Call of Duty's like the only multiplayer thing I'm playing right now. But yes, I it it makes me so angry. <laughs> like the thing, the thing that got me all last year is we have, um, I don't know why it happens, but every morning we would play and I would host in from Dallas and 200 ping Korean players got into our lobbies, some cheating, some not, but like gods, five KD, they go ghost first and you trying to shoot them is like impossible. Bullet rigs all weird. Their bullets oh. hit you like after you think they would, so you can't back down. And I just scream all morning <laughs> about it. It just, it pisses me off why I live in my lobby and there's all gods. It's, it's, it's insane. And it, it, it pisses me off so much. And I got on today. I, I play. I played for a little bit. I, my first first game, my game crashes. Second game, a Korean player in a window just destroys me. The next game, I call an airstrike and go into a building and kills me through the building. I was done. <laughs> that was it. I was done for the day. Cool. Switched over to new world. I was done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, how my morning. That's went. it.
3: That's all I needed. Yep.
1: All right. So <laughs> rage quitting. What would help the rage quitting? I will be honest. Back when I did it a lot more back in Blackout, when it was a BR, but you couldn't be like bought back. And once you were dead, you were dead. We're dead. Like you died, you were dead. And there were days where you off drop, you know, you die two, three times in a row, and you're literally hanging out with your stream, watching the others play for like an hour and a half. The there were days where I was like, nope. I, I started at eight. I'm off by ten. But <laughs> at least, at least now, like with like the buyback options and stuff, you're like kind of always, always in it. So that, that helps. But ooh, back in the black days, yes, just there like, were. Just sit ooh, there. i like, no. Soak in your mistakes. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm done. Can't do it.
3: You know what? I I like the attitude you take towards it, though. At least you recognize that you know what they're real good. They're gods. I just assume everyone's
1: hacking. Anyone well, who's some, better
3: than me is hacking
1: instantly. You don't. You don't mean what you just said because I I am called the detective for a reason. Uh, I'm a psycho. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> I have a cod tracker set up at all times in which I do investigations. <laughs> and anytime I die to someone in a remotely suspect way i look up the account via the account and trending data and headshot percentages i will find out if they are cheating i send every one of those accounts into someone and they get them banned oh my i'm God. called the detective the number of accounts that i've gotten banned i'm an anti-cheat service in myself i love that though
4: wait so i've never even heard of this explain to me how this works it's a, so the contractor you you just it, there's nobody who could be that good you're just you saying
1: think, there's well well it's it's usually pretty obvious on uh, a couple of things it will show like let's say this person has a one kD and then over the last seven days hundred games played they have a seven kD uh, or they have a fifty percent headshot or something that doesn't it just no you do not uh, I play exist. with I play with literal professionals if there is stuff <laughs> that is insane um and some stuff like walling if like, there's stuff that you can't really find, but detectives on it wow uh, <laughs> I, I love look. it. Nobody is safe. You Keeping kill, you kill safe. this old bald man and you're doing something fishy, your account's gone. You're going down.
4: <laughs> <inaudible> Inspector Maven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and did and did just, did did just so we're clear, <laughs> I'm not banning anyone. I'm sending
1: it into people that are looking into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I don't have that power. Sending
4: it to the authorities here.
1: Yes, coming. correct, correct. <laughs> oh
4: my God, that's awesome. Holy <laughs> shit. It
1: is, but it also, I annoys the people I play with sometimes because I get a little too obsessed with it. I'm looking through past games. Even if we didn't run into a cheater, I'm finding cheaters that were in the game. I've got accounts banned. We didn't even know they were in the game. I just find them <laughs> later and I send them in. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a psychopath.
3: As soon as they see your name in the lobby, they're like, shit.
1: Yeah, get, yeah just quit. Just leave the game.
4: <laughs> Dude, you're oh like, you're literally like Call of Duty Batman.
1: Yeah. no, you're
4: Let Commissioner Gordon take him to jail. Take him into custody. Yeah, you're yeah. just out there just punishing thieves.
1: If I had paid five bucks for every account that I've sent in, I'd have a good <laughs> amount of money. Let's just, I, I'd be doing well. We do need to establish so a bounty system. I think <laughs> that would be
2: pretty great. Honestly,
4: <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't cracked open Halo Infinite yet, but uh, Sonya's been uh, busting. Oh it my out god, I can't out.
3: stop. I can't stop. Actually, can you settle something for me? Somebody okay. who's coming from like pro esports scene, okay. uh, keyboard versus mouse, or <laughs> keyboard, <laughs> mouse and keyboard versus <laughs> controller.
1: Don't even. Don't even get. Mm, okay, <laughs> uh, how do I do this without getting fired? <laughs> um, I commentate over. Professional controller players. Okay. Okay. I played on controller for a very long time. Okay. I play a mouse and keyboard now. I enjoy it wow. a lot more. It's a lot more fun. I have for a couple of years. Um, I like to just be in full control. And I just like... It doesn't hurt my hands as much. My hands will bug me with the hours I put in. Hmm. Um, yeah, some things are a joke. Uh I think you, that I can send you guys a thread that you can read about in the technical aspects of it, some called Rotational Aim Assist, um, mm-hmm. that basically will rotate in close-range fights at a... with a timing and accuracy that is faster than the human can do it. Uh, it's 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 wild. Um, wow. So close-range fights when you are on mouse and keyboard versus someone of equal skill that is on a controller, it is a nightmare. But here I am still playing controller mouse, because I think, I think it's more fun and it does have its advantage. You can play a little bit faster, you can be snappier. Um, I won't get into like console versus PC. I'm just talking like input. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like it's like oil and water. It's what's so weird about it in a, in, a, in a matchmaking system. I do think that it needs to exist for the health of a game um, because I do think, and sometimes it's hard for maybe the PC side to survive if it's just if there's no crossplay. Um, sure. I think the more people that can play together and the more open it is, the better. I think we all agree. If a game is free to play and available on goddamn everything, it, it's a huge win. Um... But in a competitive setting, no, 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 no. Yeah. That, those, they should—it literally, oil and water should not merge. It no. Yeah.
3: I know. I. I mean, like growing up with Halo, I always. I mean, it's. It was always controller for me. It was always controller. But I have heard a lot of heat around the aim assist. Um, and you're. I think you're right. It just does feel a little bit slower. And I know with keyboard and mouse, it feels like you can be a little bit snappier and you can kind of um get that speed. But I just suck. So I. I'm gonna it, get. It, I want the aim assist. This,
1: this is the best way to put it. The <laughs> the the highs on mouse and keyboard are higher mm-hmm. when you are when you are on point and in form. You can be better. The floor is the problem. The floor on controller is far higher. Like you're low, you're low on mouse and keyboard. If you're having an off day or a bad day, it's on you. You're gonna miss shots. You're gonna get smoked. Um, with the controller, it's just it's it's easier to just play okay or or play play well when you're not not playing great. The floor is just so much higher, and that, that's what matters more. Because I think when it comes down to the competitive side of things, the number one thing is consistency. And I think controller allows you to be more consistent. Um, mm. And not to, like, not control, I play on it, I cast it. I, I love it. I, there's a place for everything, but that's the problem. Um, people will see a clip of someone on mouse, be like, oh, my God, you could never do that on controller. Yeah, you're right. But Literally. also the fight where you could not miss bullets if you tried to is very hard on a mouse. Um, So there's, there's two sides to it. Yeah, that's That's it.
4: That's, and and I've never heard it put like that, but that makes complete sense. Like where the floor floor is higher. It almost feels like in how we were talking about to bring it back to the beginning. Ooh, I love a full circle. How kind of um, now that everyone is playing games, things are splitting off a bit. And even in esports, it almost sounds like controller keyboard mouse should be like, you know, racing like Daytona versus F1. They don't, you're never going to race a Daytona car, for
1: or like stock car versus an F one car, maybe they should just be kind of separate categories. I, I, I think they should be. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think they should be separate. And if you're a publisher or developer, I, I mean, I don't see anyone running leagues for both. So I think it's just a yeah. Might be a thing where you set the pick one. Um. Or mm-hmm. or maybe maybe there is a way where there might be some magic where it can be tuned to a point that like what did Destiny add? And I think I think Halo might have or they were thinking about it. It's called uh. It's not aim assist, but it's like bullet magnetism on mouse. So it's like. It's a little more forgiving, I think. Uh, like, if you're not exactly on them, you can still kind of hit them, which is a weird thing to think about. But it actually kind of helps balance the two. Even though I don't love that, like, maybe they're... Because in a perfect world, I would love... I would love mm-hmm. for everyone on whatever platform and input to be able to all compete against each other. Um it's just making that I, playing I, field fair. I don't yeah. know how you... I just don't know if it's possible. Um, yeah. And if someone figures it out, hell yes. But for now, no.
3: Yeah. So what you're saying is that if I stick with controller... I'm going to get out a silver.
1: It'd be better. I would recommend playing controller, especially <laughs> okay. for a game like Halo, because Halo is not a fast paced, snappy game. It is a put your reticle on them and you want to be steady. Mm-hmm. I, if I was playing Halo, no shot. I'd play on mouse and keyboard for, for me. No way. Maybe sniping. I don't even think sniping would be that much better. Cause it's just not like, it's not like CS with an op where you need to just whip real hard. It is right. like, I don't know. I, I think that's better on controller. That's, that's my opinion.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing, uh, you know, full disclosure, I play right-hand controller, left-hand keyboard. So I kind of just, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's tough, but, you know, because it's, but it works, you know, it's like. Wait, I can, really? Play, no,
1: no, God, no,
4: no. How would you even do that? It
1: doesn't oh, no, like- I think some people, I think that's a thing. What? I, I think there are some people, I don't no think it's very popular. Fucking way. No way. I, I don't think it's a very way. popular, popular thing, but. I want to see yeah, somebody think, go pro like that. Wow.
4: Aaron, you can be the first. Oh, you know what it's like when you see like a like uh, in baseball how like there's just very few sidearm pitchers and they look insane because they go like Whoosh! that's like that that's kind of <laughs> like the sidearm
1: pitching of games. Wow, my God! Well, there we go. Something to aspire to. Something. To no, yeah, to. I don't. I, I, there might be seven people that do it, but I do think I've like seen that on Reddit or something. It's it's oh my ma- a thing for someone. You know, it's soon <laughs> soon to be eight. So I'm going to switch from my guitar. Yeah, Hero I wasn't sure you were kidding. I, I thought yeah. you were probably kidding, but I actually was 100. percent Maybe no. he does. Oh like, he's insane! You never know. But all right. You really never know. I'm going to switch
4: <laughs> from my current uh, Guitar Hero controller, uh, Call of Duty to <laughs> yeah. key, keyboard and and other thing. Uh, listen, uh, maybe this has been uh, an absolute uh, joy, uh, but. We're out of time, uh, That went fast. That was fun. I know. You guys, you, guys I are, fun. you guys are all that bad. This is great. That I was, that was wonderful. You're great. You're you died. guys are incredible. You're great. We love to end every interview with asking our guests their favorite game and their least favorite game. So not the best game and the worst game in the world, but to you, over your entire life, oh. the game that you hate the most or was most disappointing and the game that brings you the most joy, let's start low and we'll go high. So what's the, uh, the game... You, you, maybe even as a kid.
1: I'm struggling on both fronts because on the, the good pick, I can't pick between the three in my head. And on the bad pick, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think more like disappointment than difficulty, I guess. Sure,
4: mm-hmm.
1: sure. It's a weird one probably, but I'm a big Final Fantasy guy. Uh, Final Fantasy six, seven, nine are my three favorite. 8 killed me. Um, I, it's not like it's a bad game, but compared to the ones surrounding it in 7 and 9, it right. was a dumpster fire. Um, and I remember playing it and just with my friends because it's actually a lot of things back in the day we'd all be in the basement playing like a Final Fantasy game together which is just weird but like we would we'd take turns and like <laughs> yeah, we'd sure. play it and we were all just like there's this game stinks and, and, and yeah <laughs> general I, consensus like yeah that, that's, that's the one that sticks weird. with me weirdly is Final Fantasy 8 I Whoa. just was expecting so much after Final Fantasy 7 one of the greatest games of all time and 8 just like nope doesn't do it for me just didn't hit go. right
3: there yeah
1: nah. alright so so favorite game that is a very tough thing for me between Ocarina of Time and Final Ooh. Fantasy VII. Um, Dude, and Seven's not cool. even the best Final Fantasy. It's just, it was like my first that I played and it like got me into RPGs. So it's just that it has this place in my heart and it uh-huh. always will. Um, I'd probably say Ocarina of Time. That game was just something. Like yep. that, that like in 64 period where everything converted to like 3D and it just, you think of the, that Super what Super Mario 64 and like all these games oh, yeah. that, like what what's the equivalent now? I guess sort of how... People have shifted some of those games into like open world, like Breath of the Wild, like or Metal Gear Solid yeah. 5. Like, there's like yeah. these big sh- shift points. That was one. And Ocarina of Time, if yeah, I mean, if you were a kid, that game was just everything. It was, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's definitely my, that game blew my mind. Cause also, that I'll was the first that. game
4: that had the night day cycle.
1: Yeah. Like, and yeah. It just and different stuff oh, happened so at night. Cool. Oh
4: man, yeah, that game was woo, baby. Yeah, great, great picks, great picks. Solid.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a, i am play everything. Like, it's weird because a lot of Call of Duty people just play like Call of Duty. Um, and I just find it insane because I just play play everything. Uh.
4: (laughs) Absolutely. You have to, you have to. Uh, Maven, thank you so much. Thank you. This is
1: a true honor. And, uh, yeah, we'll see
4: you next time. Bye. I have to say, I felt a real, like, soul kinship with Maven. I think him and I are, like, the same person, just with different hairstyles. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I could feel it. Very passionate, you know, Mm -hmm. great, really good-looking, great at video games, smells great.
3: Anyway, well, thank you again very much to Maven. Uh, He's fantastic. Uh, Check him out at twitch.tv slash Maven. And uh, we're going to take a real quick break, but we'll be right back.
4: we're back so uh you know we did a thing uh which i loved and i I think all three of us did called game book club where we uh you guys asked us uh to to play a game and and we played it along with you that game was bioshock infinite and how fun was it guys that we played bioshock infinite and then we got to have ken levine the creator of bioshock infinite on and talk to him So cool. So So cool. So awesome. So cool. What a treat that was. What a treat. So, you know, you do it once it's a mistake, do it twice as a tradition. So we're going to do Game Book Club again. Uh, And we asked you guys on our Twitter, at Good Game, Nice Try, to uh, suggest some games that then we all could vote on. And we got a lot of really good submissions.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We got so many submissions. Yeah. I thought there'd just be a concentration of a few different games. And there are so many games that a lot of them I haven't even heard of, which is exciting. I
3: love that. Yeah, it's really across the board, like a bunch of different genres all over the place. So my gosh, yeah, you guys showed up with suggestions. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I think we should go through, let's talk through, uh, because honestly, I'm going to be quite honest, guys, we have to play this game all the way through. So it should be some, mm-hmm. something that we're going to kind of enjoy a little bit because this is going to go on for like five weeks in a row. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got here, here. Here are just a couple of the games we got. We got Soma. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of Soma? I've heard of it. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's like a horror game. Any assa- the, a lot of Assassin's Creed. A lot of
0: Assassin's suggestions.
4: Creed suggestions. So uh, as just a couple there. Now I'm going to say right off the bat. I don't mean I, I. I. It's hard to make a game. I don't necessarily want to put any games down. I don't want to play an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> I've played a, almost all of them. I've done two clueless gamers, and I've just lived and breathed Assassin's Creed. Yeah.
0: I have a suggestion then, since there's so many games we haven't heard of, what if e- the three of us each pick a game just based on the title alone that jumps out to us? Okay. Not even knowing what it is. Like There are so many Nights into Dreams, Joust, Firewatch, Lake, so many that I have personally heard of but not really explored or never even heard of. What if we each pick a game and then we take to Twitter to vote on which game? Love
4: that idea. Mm-hmm. Love that idea. I like that. All right. So, Dasanian, you want to go first to pick a game,
0: and why you chose that? From why list. did it jump out to you? Gosh. Okay. Uh, you know what?
3: I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Firewatch because it's a game that I've heard a lot about, and I've seen, and I've heard it's incredible, but I have not. I've not played it. So I personally would be really, really excited to play it because I've only heard really good things. Okay. Um, so I'm, in, I'm. That's my vote.
0: That's my vote. I dig it. I support it.
4: Love it. Love it.
0: What do you guys think?
4: Uh, I'm gonna pick Graveyard Keeper, because um, I kind of feel like in my life I'm a graveyard keeper. <laughs> Spiritually, of, but like of jokes. Sure. You know, like comedically. <laughs> like I pitch a lot of stuff and I make a lot of jokes and then they're they, you know, I just have You're to bury the- them.
0: The Grim Reaper of humor. Is that what you're trying to say?
4: <laughs> or should we say the Grin Reaper?
0: Thank oh, very you. good. Very Maybe
4: good. I belong in a graveyard, apparently, after that joke. So I'm going to say Graveyard Keeper because I've, okay. never, I've never heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Um, but I feel like I have a kinship to it. Jen, what, what's the game you're going to pick?
0: I'm going to pick Lake. Because I like lakes, <laughs> just like, I don't know. I like lamp. About. Yeah, I like lamp. I like lakes, and I'm outside. I'm in nature. Don't even know if this is a nature game, yeah. but but we'll It's see. a horror that's, game. That's if it's a horror game. I'm out. It's an Should Assassin's be. Creed DLC. Yeah.
4: Assassin's just, Creed Great Lakes. Just lake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's gonna be my choice. We'll Great. see
4: all right well there are your three choices firewatch graveyard keeper and lake so we will put a poll on the soch and uh you guys can vote about what game uh you're gonna play with us uh and i'm pumped i think this is gonna be great uh again Mm -hmm. i think if anything bioshock infinite might have been a little too long for us (laughs) it was a very long game (laughs)
3: It was a
0: great ride it was a commitment
4: it's amazing but it was a commitment it was a commitment and i'm excited to kind of play a, a smaller game but maybe dig down a little bit i,
0: deeper I mean who knows lake could be 40 hours we don't I know i was <laughs> gonna say watch lake is like a, a 200 hour
3: campaign with
4: <laughs> it's sky it's bethesda presents lake an open water adventure yeah
3: Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what people pick. And yeah. I'm excited to uh, play some games along with our awesome folks.
4: So go to our Good Game Nice Try Twitter. The handle is, if you haven't guessed, at Good Game Nice Try. And vote on which game we should do for Game Book Club. And that's going to do it for this week. Oh, my God. What an Aww. epic episode. Or an An episode. I'm the graveyard keeper of jokes. Uh, Be sure to rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Give us that five star review and and write a little review for us because I like reading your kind words. Aww. Uh, Of course, follow us at Good Game Nice Try on Twitter. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. Good Game Nice
3: Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solotaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. And special thanks to Lisa Berm. Music by John Danik.
2: This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?